0: I'm Christina, and today I'll be reading The Bernstein Bears Love Their Neighbors, written by Jan and Mike Bernstein. The bear family was quite proud of their handsome treehouse home, and they worked hard to keep it neat and tidy. The trim was freshly painted, the front steps were scrubbed, and the windows were washed. The lawn was mowed, and the flower beds were weeded. Even the leaves of the trees were carefully trimmed and clipped. Most of their neighbors took good care of their homes as well. The pandas across the street were even bigger neat nicks than the bears. It seemed they were always hard at work sweeping and cleaning. Farmer Ben's farm, just down the road, was always. In an apple pie order too, even his chicken coop wasn't as neat as a pin. A place for everything and a everything in its place—that's my motto," said Farmer Ben. The Bear family had a few neighbors whose houses were positively fancy, like Mayor Honeypot the bear who rode around Beartown in his long lavender limousine. His house was a three stories tall and built of brick. It had a big brass knocker on the front door and statues of flamingos on the front lawn. Even more impressive was the mansion of Square grizzly, the richest bear in the all-bear country. It stood on a hall surrounded by a crease of lawns and gardens. Dozens of servants and gardeners took care of the place. The bear family was proud of their neighbors, and they could got and they got along well with their neighbors. Except for the Bog brothers. The Bog Brothers lived in a run-down old shack, not far from the Bear family's treehouse. But what a difference! Their roof was caving in, and their whole place leaned to one side. There was junk all over the yard, chickens, dogs, and cats running everywhere. A big pig wall in the mud out back. Those Bog Brothers Mama would say whenever they saw them they are disgrace to the neighborhood. Yes, agreed papa. They certainly are a problem. One bright spring morning the Bear family was working outside cleaning up and fixing up when the Bog brothers came along. They were driving their broken down old jalopy. It made a terrific a terrific clanking racket. As they drove past the treehouse, one of the Bog Brothers spit out of the car. It narrowly missed the bear's mailbox. Really, said Mama. Shocked, those Bog Brothers are a disgrace. I agreed, said Papa, getting the mail out of the mailbox. I'm afraid they're not very good neighbors. Papa looked through the mail and found a big yellow flyer rolled up. He opened it and showed it to the rest of the family. Oh boy, said sister and brother. It looks like a big block party. Can we go? It certainly sounds like fun, said Mama. What do you think, Papa? Everyone in town will be there, said Papa. We ought to go. "Too, yeah, cried the cubs. So, on Saturday morning, they all piled in the car. They had a picnic basket and folding chairs. They were looking forward to a day of fun and excitement. But they drove along the car began to make a funny sound. It started as as a pocket pocket to a pocket, to, but it soon developed into a pocket wheeze pocket to wheeze. Oh, dear, said Mama, what is that awful sound the car is making? Just then, the car made a worse sound. A loud clunk, and made to the sudden halt, and the radiator clapped below off. They all climbed out, and Papa opened the hood. Clunk. I guess it's overheated, said Papa, waving the cloud of steam with his hat. Oh, no, said Sister. How are we going to get to the Beartown Festival? Maybe someone will stop and give us a hand, said Papa. Hopefully, look, here comes a car. Let's all wave. Maybe they will stop. It was Mayor and Miss Honeypot in their long lavender mazzini. They were on their way to the festival, too. Their car slowed down, but it didn't stop. The mayor leaned his head out the window. Sorry, we can't stop, he said. We're late already. I'm master of ceremonies today. I've got to be there on time. I'm sure we'll stop to help you. And we pulled away with a squill of tires. Hmm, said Papa. Maybe someone else will come along. Soon another car did come along. It was a squire of Lady Grizzly being driven to the festival in their black black grizzloyance. They slowed down too. Lady Grizzly rolled down her window. I'm afraid we can't stop, she said. We don't have any time. In the judge of flower arranging contests. We simply must hurry. And with that they pulled away. Maybe no one is going to stop, said sister. Maybe we're never going to get to the festival. Ooh, one of our neighbors is sure to stop and help us, said mamma. After all, that's what neighbors are for. "Yes," yeah, said brother. But they do know that a cloud of dust appeared down the road. Here comes someone now, sister said eagerly. A dust cloud drew closer, and they could hear a clackety racket getting louder. "Uh Uh-oh, said Papa, shading his eyes and peered down the road. If that's who I think it is, it was! It was the Ball Brothers. They came clacking up in their riggedy old jopolino and screeched to the home. First one, then another, then another. Of the Bog Brothers came along climbing out. Howdy, said the first Bog Brother. Hello there, said Papa. I'm Lim, said the first Bog Brother. I can see you having some trouble with your vehicle. Well, yes, we are, said Papa. Maybe we can give you a hand, said Lim. That would be very neighborly of you said papa. Hey Clem. Hey Shem called Lim. Get out the rope. The other two Bog brothers rooted around the back of the trombolino and came up with a length of rope and hinched it to the back of the bumper of their car, and tied the other in around the front bumper of the Ben Spear's car. All aboard said Lim. The bear family climbed hastily back in their car. The bog brothers pulled away, towing the bear's car behind them. Where are we taking us? Asked Mama. Papa shrugged. At least we're moving. Brother and sister hoped the bog brothers weren't taking them down to their old shack. They didn't want to meet that big pig, Zeke's. They soon pulled into a run-down old filling station. Someone who looked like an older version of Bog Brothers came out. Hello, Uncle Zeke, said Lim. Hello, nephew, the Uncle Zeke. What can I do for you? These poor folks broke down on the road, said Lim. You reckon you can fix them up? Let's take a look said Uncle Zeke. He looked under the car's hood bandaged and clanged around and came up with a length of burst holes. Righty, older holes, he said, busted clean open. I could have another one of them around here somewheres. Uncle Zeke rummaged around behind the filling station, and soon came back with a radiator of hoses. He bandaged a clange under the hood for a few more minutes. There, he said, wiping his hands, good as new. We'll top off the radiator, and you folks can be on your way. Thank you very much, said Papa, relieved. He shook hands with Uncle Zeke and the Bog brothers. Thank you, said Mama, brother, and sister. Honey Bear waved. How much do we owe you? asked papa reaching for his wallet. Nothing, said Lim. This one is on us. After all, we're neighbors. That's right, said Mama, with a gulp. We are, in fact. How would you neighbors like to come over to our house for dinner next week? Papa, brother, and sister all started at mama with their mouths open. That's right, neighborly of you, said Lim. Don't mind if we do. Shim's cooking has been getting a bit tiresome. Too much possum stew. We were on our way to Bear Town Festival, said Papa. Would you like to join us? Sure would said Lim, we ain't been to a big shining since Grandpa's nineteenth birthday party, so the bear family drove down to the bear with Brog Brothers and Uncle Zeke. They were a little late, but they hadn't missed much. Just Mayor Hen- Honeypot's welcome speech. They all joined in the games, rides, and contests. When it was time for the fireworks, the Bog Brothers lived in things up with some music of their own. Pow, pop, pow. The next week, the Bog Brothers came over to the Bear's treehouse for dinner. They wore their best clothing and got us scrunched up for the occasion. They even brought a housewarming gift, a big pot of Shem's special possum stew. It was delicious. The end. See you next Friday at 7 p.m. sharp. Yay! Yay, Kasaya!